This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. Uh, we're starting off the show today with the latest sobering statistics on road accidents. Yeah, I think sobering is quite right. So from the uh, from the whole of 2021 up to August this year, uh, 1.2 million road accidents had happened. Out of these, 250,727. So about 251,000 of them were because of driver negligence. So that's a really large number. And out of this number, 13,516 resulted in deaths. So I think the first thing to say, um, if we're being honest, is that I am not sure this is a surprise to anybody. It wasn't a surprise to me when I saw that the primary cause of accidents is driver negligence, right? Because we are drivers ourselves. We see others, uh, whether drivers or riders, and you see it all the time. It's just very, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a long commute into work. Mm -hmm. It's quite a short one. And every day without fail, I know that I'm going to see some form of negligence for sure. Well, especially if you look at what falls under negligence, right? Um, the causes listed include tailgating, uh, driving while being fatigued, carelessness, using the mobile phone, no surprises there, and daydreaming. All of which I think many road users, many drivers particularly, um, if asked, would probably own up to having at least done one of those at some point. Yeah, because for some reason, this isn't necessarily seen as egregious, right? Because if you look at the other common causes of accidents, they're more, um, I think, more likely for people to outright see as wrong. So drivers speeding, running traffic traffic lights, going against designated traffic flow, uh, single vehicle crashes. These are all things where you look at it, when you see somebody going against traffic, you think to yourself, ah, that's a crazy person. Like this is not a safe situation. For, this is not a safe driver. Um, but somebody tailgating. I've noticed that people tailgate sometimes, not even aggressively. They just tailgate as a matter of course. It's almost as if we have all forgotten um, what the premise is of how much of the other car we're supposed to be able to see. Um, And you just operate on the principle that, no, this is how close we're supposed to be. Why are you surprised? You know, that kind of thing. I feel like a lot of people tailgate because... Uh, to relate it to the other thing, they're daydreaming um, in the sense that you're not particularly paying attention to how close or you're not to the car in front mm. of you. Um, and so you don't think about it. And, and you know, again, I'm not trying to point fingers because I actually legitimately, even I would own up, I think, um, to having done some of these things. Again, just not because I was deliberately trying to break a rule, but because you kind of just don't think. Um, And that's where it comes in. Why is it that we find it difficult to link these behaviours to actual serious outcomes like a road accident? So... We want to hear from you. Firstly, um, again, just a run through of those statistics. Out of 1.2 million accidents that occurred between 2021 to 2023, um, 
more or less 251,000 were because of driver negligence. And in line with that, I want to know, what do you do to keep yourself disciplined and safe on the road? Um, what are some tips that you'd like to share maybe? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we're going to be speaking with Associate Professor Dr. Masriya Mustafa from the School of Civil Engineering at UITM. Keep it here on the Evening Edition, BFM 89.9. Bombing Frustrated Minds, BFM 89.9. It is 5.13 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. We are talking today about road accidents because it turns out that the highest or rather the largest chunk, um, the biggest reason for road accidents especially in the last couple of years, has been driver negligence. And we want to know, what do you do as a driver, if you drive, to keep yourself disciplined and safe on the road? Um, How do you just make sure that you don't do these bad habits? Um, That number to call is 7733-2900. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Speaking with us now, we have Associate Professor Dr. Masriya Mustafa from the School of Civil Engineering at UITM. Uh, Dr. Masriya, thanks so much for speaking with us today. Hello, hi. Hi. So... um, As we've said, according to the report, um, 1.2 million accidents were recorded nationwide in the last three years. What did you think of the numbers? How does it compare to uh, others in the region? I think when we talk about road safety, it is not only for our issue. It's not only our issues. It's actually our the world issue. Um, negligence itself. Um, some of us may not um, simply realize that they do some misconduct when they are driving. Because um, what they know once they are driving, they want to reach their destination very early. So um, I think um, these particular issues, um, looking at all the numbers, uh, is quite worrying um, in spite of all those uh, mitigation action that had been done by uh, the government. Still, um, the, the numbers is actually increasing and something else needs to be done. When we talk about driving or when we talk about behaviour, um, there are things uncontrollable, meaning that we cannot simply control um, the driver um, themselves and they have to do something um, in order or, or we can do something to remind them that they are driving and then they need to follow the rules and do not you know, do some misconduct while they are driving. So something I wanted to clarify, right? The highest number of accidents reported uh, was actually in 2022, um, nearly 546,000. And that's 200,000 more than what was recorded in 2021. Is there a particular reason why we saw this spike in 2022? Um, We have to remember that we had COVID-19 started um, in 2020. And then still uh, in 2021, um, the cases for um, the 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 number of um, vehicles on the road uh, were not as many as uh, before COVID nineteen. Um, if you look at the the numbers, we have to compare it with the the statistic uh, before that, uh, perhaps in two thousand eighteen or uh, two thousand and nineteen. And we also need to um, also to look into the number of vehicles on the road on that particular year. If we want to compare it one to one. So I think um, looking at the the numbers, um, twenty uh, twenty two is higher because um, 
um, many people already start working. Um, everything is physical, so that's why we have um, a lot of vehicles on the road. And and we do not only referring to the number of accidents, but we are also referring uh, to the number of vehicles on the road, which is very worrying right now. Um, because traffic jam is everywhere. Um, even until now, uh, still the mitigation action cannot be done because because we cannot simply control the number of vehicles on the road. So. Let's talk about negligence. What exactly constitutes negligent driving on the road? What are some of the more common behaviours? Negligence itself can be defined as a careless conduct or misconduct of a, of a driver uh, behind the wheel. So perhaps um, um, they, they do texting or talking on the phone without um, having a, 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 what we call it, a, a free... Uh, 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 you know, they, they just talk on the phone and then they, they do not know that they are already driving. And then sometimes changing the radio station can also be um, one of the negligence attitude. Um, in a split second, anything can happen. And then uh, some of us like to eat uh, in the car because once you are facing the... Uh, the congestion, of course, you might be like very hungry and then you eat in the car and then you consume um, some drinks, for example. And then, of course, your your focus on the driving will, will, will be uh, shifted. And of course, some, some others include uh, driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol or uh, perhaps um, I think um, the other one would be aggressive driving and also uh, speeding. And uh, sometimes um, aggressive driving can also um, lead, I mean, can can be can be uh, um, influenced by several factors. For example, once you get trapped into congestion for a very long time, and you might feel very boring. So this is one reason why you would like to reach your destination very early. So so you you tend to to speed up, uh, tend to uh, drive uh, aggressively in order to reach your destination. So th- these are some of the uh, some of the example of. Um, uh, driver negligence, but some of us um, do not um, uh, realize that we do things that which is not supposed to be done while you are behind the wheel. Do you think um, this sort of negligent behavior has changed significantly over the years, especially since now we have more smart technology available to us, not just handheld devices, but even the cars themselves have a lot more technology uh, included? Well, um, we have to look at the 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 statistic uh, of the insurance, for example. I I don't think um I think um few years back, I've read some uh insurance statistics saying that um, uh, the car equipped with uh, all those um advanced technology will have a reduced number of uh um compensation or, or claim insurance claim so we 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 have to do it more frequently um but then um again um uh on the road well, we are not only talking about the car but we are talking also about the motorcycle which if in the urban area the motorcycle um has a very large number so they do not been equipped with any um what do we call it um any um technology at all so um, something need to be done, uh, basically, um, because we, we cannot simply rely 100% on the technology itself, but we have to change the, the behavior of the driver when, once they are driving. I, I would like to, to give like some suggestion. I think, uh, in Malaysia, if we would like to, uh, renew our license, 
um, there's no road safety kind of uh, uh, what do we call it, courses that we have to take. Unlike in the other country, for example, in Japan, what they did uh, every time that you would, they would like to renew their license, they have to, uh, they have to uh, take this special course, like 30 minutes course. And half of the content was something related to how to drive safety, uh, safely. So I think we, we, we really need to to, to take um, these issues into another level. Um, it's not only talking about all the technology, but but we need to um, give some kind of awareness to our driver how to drive safely when they are behind the wheel. So let's talk about mindset because most, if if not all of us really, know that we're not supposed to be using our phones. We, we should be focused. We should use our signals and mirrors. But we also know that many of us simply just don't do it. So what's the deal here? Well, um, I think it's because um, everyone has a mindset that they need to reach their destination at a certain time of a certain frame of time. So uh, regardless of whatever, regardless of uh, what's going to happen, they are driving and they would like to reach their destination. So we um, as a community or, or, or somehow... Um, other people sometimes uh the accident happen uh when when we follow the rules but then there's another person who who do not uh follow the rule and and it 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 cause uh accident okay so it's it's been unfair to those who 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 obey the the rules and and what happened here is that i think um something needs to be done in order to uh simply uh mitigate the issues in terms of perhaps uh give the the um a lot of uh what do we call it awareness um from the early beginning uh, perhaps in the school for example um or um we we have to take uh, the enforcement very seriously uh, for example um if say that uh, we we can we can come up with uh the the merit system uh whoever uh, obey the rules uh we have to deduct their their merit point so that there will be a time that when the the, the merit point will be like like zero for example and then they they their license uh can be suspended so i think we we have to take the the seriously in terms of uh mitigating these issues um by highlighting the the other option that we have uh, for example, the merit, uh, merit uh, point, or um, do aggressive, uh, what do we call it? Uh, the the awareness on TV, uh, because I think on TV quite a very few um, awareness that been uh, been introduced. So I think we have to gather them back and 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 that that could could simply maybe um, uh, reduce the number of accidents on the road. So. The thing is, right, most road users have this belief that this will never happen to me. How can we pierce through that? What should campaigns be driven by? Well, um, everyone will die one day. Everyone may, uh, may, there's a higher possibility once you are behind the wheel, there's a higher possibility of you um, got caught in the accident so we have to we have to change that mindset that they are safe along the way and basically um it's good that the government um is trying very hard to um to uh expand the 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 public transport uh what do we call it uh services especially in the kelang valley situation uh kelang valley area so so that could be one of the way how to how to reduce the number by having everyone on board of the train or on board of the uh of the bus so 
if if they could be uh, on that pub- public transport then they can simply say that they 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 are uh, even safer than while they are driving their private car but if they are still uh, driving or riding their motorcycle so there are still a uh, possibility of them to 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 be uh, uh, involved in, in in any accident so things need to be done and then the the mindset need to be changed um you are not talking about um the safety of yourself but you are talking about the safety of others as well when you are drive once you are driving and is there a final message that you'd like to leave with us well um um as an academician there were quite a number of uh, studies that had been conducted so far and then uh, we are trying very hard in order to uh, to to mitigate the issues because we understand that um the issues is not only about the community but we as an academician as a researcher need to do something so they Uh, we've got quite a number of of uh, research uh, talking about all those uh, new technology talking about new algorithm in order to uh, reduce uh, the number of accidents but then again uh, the main problem is the driver attitude which um there's so far there's no studies had been conducted in order to you know kind of re- reduce the, the 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 number of accident um uh, caused by the driver uh uh behavior but i think um everyone need to 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 work together uh and everyone has to change the mindset um because you are not talking about the safety of yourself but you are taking the safety of other people as well once you are on the road dr masria thank you so much for speaking with us thank you That was Associate Professor Dr. Masri Mustafa from the School of Civil Engineering at UITM weighing in on road accident statistics in our country and how the largest contributor to these accidents is driver negligence. Again, I cannot keep saying this, but I will. It's not a surprise. I think everybody knows that we're all just a little bit guilty of this. So the question today is, what do you do to keep yourself disciplined and safe on the road? Um, whether it's stopping yourself from looking at your phone, keeping awake, not daydreaming, not tailgating. Um, share your tips. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. I think we have time on this side of things for a voice note that came in. This is from Rahim. Hi, I think I can I can share on how to improve our habits right, of negligence, right? Okay, so I think I have few. So one of it is plan your timing, alright? Because uh, sometimes uh, when you do this act of negligence is when you are under pressure. So for example, that like, you are late to to meet someone or to work, then you start to do this negligence because someone in front of you maybe drive a little bit slower and you start to tailgating. So that's how it happens, right? Then the second thing is is I'm guilty of it as well until recently, right? So when you overtake someone or you've been overtake, don't look into the drivers who overtaking you or you overtaking them, right? So this actually triggers another moment of of negligence, tailgating, racing, or what whatever you call it, right? So it's all come to everyone when step into the car need to calm down. That's kind of reduce the statistic for sure. Rahim, uh. Truer words were never spoken. We all do need to calm down. This this is a basic truth and fact of life. Calm down and take the wheel. Calm down, <laughs> take the wheel, and then plan your journey nicely and drive safely. Actually, um, when Rahim says it, it sounds like it should be so obvious, right? But I 
I this is such good advice. I think when people, for so many people, it's a cascade of things that ends up in you maybe being more negligent than you normally would, right? Exactly those things. You're running late. Perhaps you suddenly realize you need to put your direction on. You decide to grab your phone while you're on the road. There's so many reasons why um, actually just keeping a cool head on the road is so important. Sharmila, are you good at this? Um, two things, right? Are you good at keeping a cool head? But also, are you good at planning your trip? Because I will say I'm not good at either. Um, I try my best to, you know, stop the potty mouth and just the, the anger <laughs> that surges up. Um, mostly, I think it's also irritation at myself sometimes for not having planned my trip better so that I had better buffer and I'm not rushing. Yeah, no, I get it. I think... I'd like to think I'm okay, actually. Um, and to I've be honest... in your car. You, you better speak the truth. Yeah, so not the potty mouth, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I do think that um, planning, the, the ability to plan your drive with your GPS, whatever app you use, helps mm. a lot. Um, and also knowing how long traffic is going to take while you're on the road helps me sometimes just surrender to my fate. Like, I'm going to be late anyway. No point <laughs> in now losing my calm here. Okay, so we want to know, because negligence was the largest contributor to road accidents over the last few years, so driver negligence specifically, what do you do to keep yourself disciplined and safe on the road? We want your tips. You can call, you can send us a voice note or WhatsApp, you can tweet us. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, the business station. It is 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila and we're spending this hour, pretty sure it's going to be this hour, <laughs> talking about road safety because turns out, guys, let's hold hands. We're all to blame. Um, the highest contributor to the 1.2 million accidents that happened from 2021 to 2023 was driver negligence. And in line with that, we want to know, what do you do to keep yourself disciplined and safe on the road? Because everyone could use some tips, I think. That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. We've got a caller on the line with us, actually. We have got David. David, Good evening. What are your thoughts? Hi, hi. Uh, good afternoon. Hi. Yep. Uh, just a few points uh, about the road safety. Uh, as I was saying uh, earlier on, uh, you know, for for those who are you know driving on the fast lane, uh, you know, I believe or I notice uh, because I do long distance uh, driving, so I notice uh, sometimes. Um, People just have got this uh, habit of uh, uh, they don't care about whoever is behind them, mm. you know. So they they just drive at uh, at a very minimal speed uh, when they are supposed to drive maybe at uh, ninety or hundred, uh, but but they're driving like probably at sixty seventy, you know, and they are interrupting the rest. One big pile of cars are waiting behind just to you know go forward. So what happened is uh, in uh, in this uh, situation, some people happen to overtake on the left because of this person not giving way to to the ongoing cars uh, to speed up. So they intend to overtake on the left, which is again when you talk about uh, law, uh, it's wrong. You cannot overtake on the left, you know. So people have no choice. Sometimes they have to overtake on the left. And uh, sometimes I also see that uh, people are driving uh, 
in in when they are tired and they are sleepy. Mm. So when we are doing a long distance drive on the fast lane, they are on the left lane, but their car is like swerving to the left and to the right. So what I do is as a as a, as a driver and also a user of the road, I will I will before I arrive near to them on the left, they are on the left, so I will I will basically honk at them so that they 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 don't fall asleep, they awake, they get a you know a alert. Uh, from my honking, so that they 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 realize that they are falling asleep. So that is, uh, you know, some some uh, points on that. And then I was also listening to uh, the person who was uh, giving a points about the merit system. Uh, it is a very good idea, but I guess before before they could do uh, merit systems, uh, they should look into other things as well because it won't be fair uh, to the. To, to the other drivers because uh, uh, you know some drivers will still get uh, you know uh, get away because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, uh, corruption or bribery and all these right uh, some people might get stopped and they just might uh, bribe themselves or you know get into this bribery and and get away with it, and they don't fall into the merit system, whereby the 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 normal user who don't do bribing or don't do all this corruption, uh, they will get into trouble. So before they can uh, apply this uh, merit system, uh, they will need to look into the system uh, properly, and then only uh, apply. If not, it's not fair to the rest. No, totally. Uh-huh. David, thank you so much for calling and for sharing. I think um, being a long-distance driver actually opens opens you up to so much more of this, right? Because you get to see, in many ways, the worst of Malaysian driving. Humanity. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, <laughs> frankly, we're, we're not the best on the highways. Speaking of long-distance, uh, Lukman is saying, um, I drive daily from Bangi to Shalam every day for work. And believe me, being tired and stressed when driving is far more dangerous than what people think. I can't tell you how many times I have no memory of how I arrived home after a long and tedious drive home. So please, get proper rest before commuting to work. Lukman, I feel this so deeply in my bones because I get very freaked out when I cannot remember my drive. And it happens a lot. Yes, it's happened to me too. And you know what's difficult about this, right? Say you didn't get a good night's sleep. What choice do you have? You probably do still have to turn up to work, right? Um, So it it is actually quite a tough thing to do if you're struggling with sleep or you just don't have the time. Um, And yeah, that's why I'm curious about how people cope. We also have, uh, let me just see, um, Charlie, who says, what I do to keep myself awake when there is no choice but to drive or maybe you're on a long journey is set the alarm on the watch or the phone to go off every 10 to 15 minutes. It's not the best, but it helps. Yeah, I think that's one thing that helps. Um, Recently, when I was driving back from uh, Kuantan, I I had a friend with me. And when I realized that I was getting a little sleepy, I actually just told her I'm going to pull up and take a little bit of a nap. Um, And that helps when there's someone else in the car with you. So um, can I just say that, yeah, I struggled with that Mm. because I didn't want to nap as a solo female driver. It just didn't feel like the smartest thing for me to do. But uh, chewing helps. Yes, it does. Yeah, chewing helps. Music surprisingly does not because it lulls you. No, music doesn't do Mm. anything for me. But I've... and, And... 
candy that you're not chewing on also doesn't help. But chewing gum or something like is really great. That's a good tip. Yeah, um, mm. I was reading about it because I I know I have felt it, um, but I wasn't sure what the science was. And it turns out it's partly because it introduces more oxygen to the head. Right. Um, and also because it's not an involuntary action like breathing. It's active, so, it's, so yes. you... Mm. Yeah, so that's just my little thing. Um, we have, I believe, another caller with us. We've got Francis. Francis, good evening. What are your thoughts? Hi, Samila. Hi, Francis. <laughs> yeah, Samila. Uh, nice talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, actually, I call regarding the road safety. So I feel uh, in Malaysia Road, I think uh, the motorist and the car, car, they mix around. And then most of the time when anything happens, the motorists are protected. I mean, that means the motorcyclists are protected. And then the car actually to be blamed, even though sometimes the fault is not the driver's fault, but the so-called the motorists also protected in terms of uh, police, uh, insurance claim, uh, whatever. See? So I think it's a bit unfair. Uh. That's why when they talk about this marriage system, I think it's very good. Uh, see? And then, But then again, I think someone had to review on the road transport department so that, I mean, the rule uh, that the motorists also must adhere to rule, uh, rules so that they wouldn't be so-called like gang hole on the road. Sometimes uh, anything happened. Is the driver's fault, not the motorist's fault. That's what I want to share. Francis, thank you for calling. Uh, I think this is a... This is a perennial problem. And, and the issue of enforcement is actually coming through quite a bit, isn't it? Yes, because it's two sides of the coin. It's it's all well and good to have campaigns and rules. Um, enforcement, if it's not done properly, means people also know they can get away with it. Um, and that's a problem. Uh, Peter, though, says installing a dash cam not only monitors other motorists around us, but it also makes us self-consciously regulate how we drive. Oh, that's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, I don't have a dash cam, so... But, uh, but I do think that's interesting. Maybe it's similar to when you have a passenger, you tend to drive better just because you know someone's watching you. Uh, before we take a quick break for the advertising, TIDJ says, I mitigate fatigue by drinking Nescafe ice in a can, um, vaping or really fatigued smoking. I also drive at a reasonable speed under the speed limit, loud music. My commute is close to 100 kilometres daily and I see at least one accident on the highway. I personally feel one of the new forms of negligence is being alert to every Everything else except what's in front of you, like looking for accidents on the opposite flow of traffic. Um, that being said, I avoided an accident from the opposite lane when um, a lorry banged and flew into my lane because I'm constantly looking out for accidents to happen. But I also almost hit the car. I also almost hit the car to my left. Um, if that car hadn't swerved further left because of the lorry, I would have hit it. Uh, I wasn't aware of where the car was. I only realized this when I looked at my dash cam's recording of the incident. Um, and yeah. I mean, that's a lot. Um, you know, I think everybody has their ways to cope with fatigue, especially 100km daily is a lot to drive. Yes. And I think this whole idea of being alert to everything except what's in front of you is actually a real problem. You see it happen all the time. Well, we, we also did that show about billboards and distracting billboards specifically, right? And I think that's part of it. Sometimes you do tend to kind of lose focus because you're looking at things on the road rather than ahead of you. So what do you do to keep yourself disciplined and safe on the road? We are looking for tips uh, and we're talking about this because Driver negligence is the leading cause of road accidents, uh, or at least that's what was found in a recent uh, a recent look at statistics. I feel like I don't need to keep justifying it. Actually, we all know 
Can we just accept that? We, we all know, right? We can I agree think on so. this. Okay. Yes. So, driver negligence is a problem. What do you do to keep safe? Call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, and tweet us at BFM Radio. Bombing frustrated minds. BFM eighty nine point nine. It's 5.49 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And we're talking about driving tips today. Um, what do you do to keep yourself disciplined and safe on the road? That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have a voice note that's come in. This is from Roberto. The first thing that I do is check on the motorbikers <laughs> i try to understand them surely they are in a hurry they are tired they might be under the sun they might be wet but really trying to avoid them when they do these scary maneuvers is when i get really really um i want i don't want to say angry but <laughs> but yeah fed up a bit and the other thing that I do is, uh, just like what I discussed earlier, I plan, I plan my rides way in advance because I know that I, I will find traffic. And I prefer to arrive safe to one location, destination, and wait for something rather than to be in a rush and do a lot of uh, ridiculous maneuvers and trying to save some time. So, yeah, I always plan at least half an hour earlier to arrive to a location. I think that will ease my stress and uh, 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 allow me to be in a state of mind that is going to allow me to be patient. Roberto, I you're you're the second person I think today to talk about planning the drive, or maybe the third. And um, I think that. I, I will commit to this. I'm going to start trying to do this because <laughs> it probably is my biggest problem. Um, that and the the propensity to feel the need to check on my phone, which I really don't want mm-hmm. to do and I, I really hate every time I do it. No, I think planning absolutely helps and, and sort of buffering in. I always buffer, like if my ways tells me it's going to take me 20 minutes to get somewhere, I usually assume it's going to be perhaps 35 minutes. No, because the thing is, if you don't do that, i.e. me, <laughs> and you assume that you have 30 minutes and then there's some sort of traffic problem no. and then it, it gets yeah. to like 45 minutes, the jam is now 11 also, minutes. Also, you're not counting the time it takes you to walk to your car, yeah, to, to park. look for parking. Yes, yes, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> I recognise that it's a problem. Um, Roberto, your point about the motorcyclists is also very salient and I, I do... I do try to be empathetic. Um, I think that many of us do. That empathy is a little bit harder when they're swerving into your lane looking at the phone. And that's yes, the, the tricky absolutely. part. Yeah. Because, of course, when you feel endangered, it's a little bit... It's, it's harder in that moment to look at another human and feel empathy, unfortunately. So, a number of people with tips... Um, Tana, for instance, saying, um, always have a 360-degree view while driving or riding. Um, Shaji says, don't try to overtake the Myvi that just zipped past you. And for crying out loud, use those blinkers when you turn. Ah, 
So blinkers, <laughs> signal indicator, consider this um, RPSA right now. Yes. If you're on the road, firstly, drive safe. Secondly, thank you for listening. Thirdly, use your indicators. <laughs> it's just, it's a it's a general good reminder. But the don't try to overtake the Myvi that just zipped past you. Ah, this is overcoming the demon that sits on your shoulder, right? A the one bit, that's yes. like saying, who do they think they are? Who do they think they are? Yeah, but then that's just a slippery slope because before you know it, you're not just trying to overtake, you're passing them and honking at them and making faces. Who needs that kind of stress in nobody, life? Nobody. Really yeah. nobody. Uh, Loke says, Lynn, I find it hard to believe that you have a potty mouth. That's good. So this is working, this radio gig. <laughs> it's, it's working out. Um, and Luke goes on to say, always use the two-second rule when driving. The rule applies to any speed. Those who understand science will know this. So, of course, the two-second rule is the notion that you give yourself um, a two-second... The, the distance that you keep from something should be within a two-second reaction time. That That's the notion. So it's the same reason why, for example, if you're behind a car, you should be able to see the whole car. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be able to see to the bottom of their tyre. You should not be unable to see their licence plate, which I think a lot <laughs> okay, of people that, go with. That's actually quite close, very close in But fact. people do, right? Yes. You, you see it all the time and, then, and, and there's no real reason for it. But the, the two-second rule is a good one and I think often forgotten. This is an interesting one. Chia says, wet wipes in front of the aircon used to wipe your face helps keep you awake. That's smart. Mm. That's smart. That That's just a, a change in temperature. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm I, very practical and easy to do. The truth is, right, there is no substitute. I, I wasn't on for the nap show, but the, the truth is that there is no substitute for a nap. No, really. Yeah. Um, and in an ideal world, none of us would need to drive on a lack of sleep. Because it's very dangerous, actually. Yes, um, I've done it before. And I think that that was the closest I ever got to a serious accident on on a highway. And I had such regrets because why, right? Mm. Um, Elin says, I anticipate what the car in front of the car in front of me (laughs) is going to do. If I see that car break, I break before the car in front of me breaks. That's why I get very angry when the car in front has very heavily tinted windows and I can't see. That is some... Very impressive driving mojo, Elin. I want to channel that when I can. Uh, so I, in my family, um, the car I drive is quite low profile, but my uh, my parents previously, when I used to drive their cars, had higher cars um, and it was easier then. Of course, And yes. I think the trick is um, learning to adjust even when you're used to driving a car that's taller. That's the tricky part. Mm-hmm. When you're scaling down from a taller car to a lower profile car, um, you need to learn to adjust for the anticipation. Nick says, these days people turn without putting on their signals. Also, in car parks, they don't put on the lights. It's hard to see them. Yeah. (laughs) My personal bugbear is people driving in the wrong direction in parking lots. Um, Because when you're you're exiting a, a spot and then a car comes in the wrong direction... It's actually quite dangerous. It's always, it, all of it is dangerous, <laughs> especially when they drive as if they they are in the right. I think that's yes. the part that tends to be the most enraging. When you see somebody drift past and not even have the common human decency to make eye contact and, do the and sheepish, lift the hand. The sheepish wave. At least know you're wrong, sir. <laughs> or madam. I am not trying to be sexist. It's just, it's just a fact. Um, we have also Anon who says... 
Call it whatever you want. It's just selfishness that I want to be given priority over all other road users' attitude. It's not just seeing at least one incident every day. In my opinion, such incidents occur every 500 metres. It's not speed alone, but driving safely at 40 kilometres an hour on a clear highway is also selfish. And yes, the cause and effect factor sets in. The driver behind is affected. At times, it's just drivers who don't move forward in a traffic jam when the queue has begun moving leaving a two-car gap. I'm not proud of it. I have to admit that I've been guilty of suddenly turning into the Hulk when such safe drivers begin their antics. People who aren't aware of the cause would have labelled me a road bully. I've been telling myself I'm not the only one using the road, also casually expounding this to people around me and hoping they get enlightened. We can plan and leave early, but we're sometimes delayed by other drivers who didn't plan and cause an accident. Wow, that is what I meant by the cascading effect of things just... Collectively, it is important, I think, for most people in a society to be decent drivers. Because otherwise, um, Anon, you're right that despite your best intentions, sometimes you get caught up in other people's bad choices. Ah, the other thing is this from Benjamin who says, when one tries to have good driving habits, they're punished. If you keep a good distance from the car in front, cars from other lanes Mm. swoop in without signalling. If you drive the speed limit on certain roads, your vehicle will be moving much slower than the average speed of traffic, making you the road hazard. You stop at a pedestrian crossing. I pray no car or lorry hits me from behind. And lastly, roundabouts. Need I say more? This is absolutely true. Um, Even when you want to try and keep to the rules, there are many occasions, many of which Benjamin has covered, uh, where other drivers treat you like you're the anomaly, like you're making a mistake. So if I compare, uh, Benjamin, your point to what we just heard from Anon, Mm -hmm. right? I think the the problem is that you are right, firstly. (laughs) This is safe driving. Um, But I think that there are people who would have thought what Anon was describing was safe driving. Going super slow, not starting right away in in a traffic jam and all these things. And I just feel like maybe we all need to go back to school. Is that what we're landing on? Well, Azami is saying exactly that. We should inculcate good driving habits from the start. Blaja Mamandu dengan Bohema and practice defensive driving as well. Avoid impulsive reactions. There's always a next turn in front. Oh, this is true. Yes. The sudden U-turn. The sudden panic U-turn. This feels like just life advice. Calm down, there will be another turn ahead. Well, everyone, I hope you feel better than I do. I don't feel great. (laughs) I did not expect the show to turn into this, to be honest. I'm a little bit angry. (laughs) I feel like I'm actually in my car. Um, Keep those thoughts coming, whether it's about safe driving or, for that matter, durian. Because our inside story today is going to be with somebody who has studied durian, um, its cultivation, the cultural aspects, the boom in the market. And so they'll be in the studio. You can ask them questions. And we want to know... Well, do you have questions about durian? But also, how do you feel about it becoming such a hot commodity? You can call, send us a voice note or WhatsApp. And of course, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.